welcome to another episode of May Contain Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving in a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, hello, welcome to the podcast. So psyched to have you listening today. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, soybeans. Uh, <laughs> it is another great week on the podcast. Super happy to be here. Um, if you are new around here, you won't know this, but we do do shout outs on the show. So that's something where you, the listener, can get in touch with us and you can ask questions. You can suggest topics for the next episode, and then we'll do a shout out for you on the next show. You can hit us up on Instagram. That is make a trace of soy or on Facebook. And if you are new around here as well, and you're liking the podcast, then you can go and rate and review the podcast over on Apple podcasts or iTunes. And you can subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Thanks so much, guys. That super duper does help the podcast. So this week we are going to have one of my favorite podcasting co-hosts back on with me. Favorite person in the world. Love this guy. Got so much love for him. Um, <laughs> he is my partner. That would be why. But we have Daniel Johnson joining us again this week on the podcast. If you've been listening here for a hot minute, you will know him. He's been on the podcast before. He always does a good job. He's always coming in, giving his insights into stuff and things. And he's joining us this week to talk about Veganuary because it has been two years since the start of his vegan journey. So Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. And I definitely was not just uh, eating a uh, vegan chocolate truffle and not being ready to uh, to start talking, um, <laughs> I am I am here and raring to go on a uh, a day off just post Christmas. Um, so yeah, lovely to be here. I'm definitely not eating a um, vegan gingerbread either, which we went through in a matter of like a day and a half when I made them. So definitely not doing that, listeners. So we have Daniel on this week because we were talking the other day and we realised he started. His vegan journey two years ago on December 30th because yeah, he was going to do... It was going to be New Year's Day. Yeah. yeah, tell us a little bit about how that started. Look, people have probably heard... Some people that have listened for a while have probably heard this story because... Uh, but basically, Rochelle, I think... I don't know. It might have been... Maybe it was September or something of uh, 2019, 2019 that, mm. that she decided to go vegan. Um, I was a bit worried because basically it meant... Basically, to me, it meant reduced options for going out to eat. I'm like, oh, well, here it goes. Because she started out going, oh, I might not eat so much red meat in probably like, you know, August or something. I was like, ah, oh, here, here it goes. Because she'd done, she'd been vegan before. And uh, and sure enough, she did. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't too bad. She wasn't judgmental or anything. Um, just like this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she sort of... um asked me probably after having had a couple of festive drinks, she was probably like, you should try the veganuary thing and you know, where you go vegan for a month. And I was like, probably, you know, fourth glass of wine in the festive season, probably went, that's a great idea. And then woke up and went, Oh no, I'm going to have to do that. And, um, but so I, I had, I was true to my word though. And I, I pledged that I would do it. And then it would have been, I think it must've been just before, like, you know, two days mm. before Christmas or something. Um, I, I came back from the grocery store with like a pretty much it was like a a, a few kilos I, I can't remember the exact weight but um of um of ham shoulder like it was a giant shoulder of ham and Rochelle just looked at she there was a look of disappointment there I I, I could feel the judge as much as she's non judgmental there there was a bit of judgment there you I, bought I a it. whole freaking ham to eat alone <laughs> yeah I judged you okay I would have judged you if I wasn't vegan like what's wrong with you well you would have eaten some of the ham. No, you, you've never been on ham. But anyway, I digress. But uh, 
Yeah. And uh, Rochelle kind of looked at me and went, uh, speaking of judgment, she basically said, there's no way you're going to eat that ham before, um, before December 31. You're supposed to be doing Veganuary. And, um, know what? Knocked it all off by December 30. And, uh, and yeah, so then I didn't really eat any meat or dairy on, um, on New Year's Eve. And which was, was more difficult than you think because there's lots of cheese out. We had some uh, things with the neighbors, but maybe I just, uh, maybe I was just waiting for the ham to sort of work its way through or something. But, um, but yeah, um, I, I did the Veganuary and I guess, uh, you know, nearly two Januaries later. Yeah. Here we are. Well, could you explain to the listeners what Veganuary is? It's basically an annual challenge run by a UK not-for-profit, um, which I think is just called Veganuary. And look, to be honest, when I first heard the concept, I scoffed at it because I'll be honest, it's a pretty stupid name, Veganuary. It's, it just sounds like, you know, you know, we've got Oxober, all these other ones that, that sound a little bit better than our Veganuary. It sounds a little bit forced, but I, I did like the, um, the sentiment behind it. And um, it's really grown in popularity each year to the point where... In 2021, more than half a million people took part in it for the month. And yeah, basically after doing it, it really turned out to be a lot easier than I had anticipated. Um, and I just kind of went, all right, it got to February and I, um, back when you could fly places, um, I was at a sort of journalism conference uh, in Sydney and they had a huge buffet with, you know, bacon and <laughs> fish and steak. And I didn't take part in that and I kind of went... Maybe I can, um, if I could not, uh, if I could basically not give in to temptation and not eat anything at that buffet, it made me go, maybe I can keep doing this. And there have been enough alternatives these days that, um, it's really made it quite easy in a lot easier than I anticipated. And the sentiments that, you know, basically being a bit more ecologically sustainable and not killing animals. I, I was always on board with all of that in, in concept. It just seemed like it was going to be one of those things that was too hard to do. But weighing it up um, after having done it for a month, it was so much easier than I thought it would be that it really made it... I don't know, it would have made me feel like I'd failed if I did go back to eating um, you know, dairy and meat and everything uh, after that. Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting challenge. So Veganuary is going vegan for the month of January. And it's... <laughs> Did I not explain that? No, you didn't. So, at any point. Um, so, Veganuary is going vegan for the month of January. Well, and then I the rest it. of the stuff Daniel said is correct. Um, but, yeah, it, it was something I pushed him to try and do. And like he said, he took it up. Now, did you find during the month of January when you first were doing that month vegan? I remember buying you a lot of vegan treats and going out a bit, have nice vegan food. What do you remember being the hardest part of that month, that first month being vegan? Probably because it is that still that sort of festive period and there's lots of people not at work. And despite it's, uh, you know, despite the fact it's supposed to be that, that period where everyone does New Year's resolutions, there's lots of, um, there's lots of cheese platters and stuff. So going out to things and realizing that, um, you realize how little vegan stuff there is on, um, on those sorts of platters. There's, you know, oh, cool. I'll have a cracker with a strawberry on it or something. Um, that was probably one of the hardest things. And just reconciling the fact that, and I still stand by this, there are some decent cheese substitutes um, for some purposes. Like, you know, there's something you can put on a pizza. There's um, there's a really good, ma- you know, packet mac and cheese that I ate now that's vegan. But uh, What is that brand, that packet mac and cheese? Is that the oh, craft one? Just, yeah, I wasn't going to nah. mention them because they're... 
they they're don't really evil? deserve this. Are they evil? Okay. Yeah, of course they are. They're, I mean, right. but, but it was, but it's nice. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So reconciling the fact that cheese is basically off the menu, as you as you knew it, it's just not. I don't think if it is gonna be like cheese used to be, the technology has definitely not been perfected yet. I don't think so. That's probably. Mind been you, the hardest you thing. like the bio cheese, so the the bio block yeah, cheese it's, cheddar it's... is probably the closest for a cheese platter, like you know, biscuit cheese hummus sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's it's fine, but it's not like. Well, you haven't tried all vegan cheeses yet, and I feel like we need to reserve judgment until we have tried every single vegan cheese in the world. So far, we've not found great ones, but we are trying more. Yeah, the counterpoint is, as, as I was sort of just saying, that that's sort of slow torture to having to try every one. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Well, maybe I'm just going to assume that there's no decent version of a camembert that is not made from from dairy. That's just me. Look, we we do. I did try and make a camembert once, and Daniel was, was not impressed. I wasn't either. It was awful. It was just it was just like granulated cashews with garlic stirred through it. It's, it was granulated cashews. Yeah, it, <sighs> it really. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you about no, that. But that's that was great. that's my review. It was. I think that was pretty much my review at the time. It was like, wow, is, is, has this got cashews and garlic in it? How did you know? Well, um... It's awful, it's, <laughs> I didn't say it was... You said you weren't going to eat it. And you said... And I said, should I give it to our neighbours? And you said, no, we like our neighbours. <laughs> so that told me a lot about your feelings about the vegan cashew cheese I tried to make. Yeah. A little like, bit it's... mean. A little bit mean, guys. Um... Yes. So uh, what what other stuff did you glean from that first month being vegan? Because for me, when I went vegan, I was like, wow, going vegan, super excited. But I already had been vegan in the past. So I knew lots of stuff that I could have. Plus, there was a heap of new stuff that you could get that was vegan. And I found so many people online who were providing great resources, recipes, you know, community that you could find online in various groups, Facebook and stuff. What was your experience? Like, as far as community online, where did you find that? You know, all of those. Yeah, well, there are a few people that I kind of knew already. And I guess, um, you know, I hang out in different online circles to you in terms of I, I basically Twitter's my go-to social media. Mine is Instagram. And so um, I was asking some people in there, getting a couple of recipe ideas and some places to eat, I suppose. And he we would go, I'm taking it to vegan Twitter. We'll, we'll ask vegan Twitter where we should go. Yeah, and it was really and vegan. Twitter would be like. Here. I was um I was unsurprised really how helpful people were, in um, you know, we were in Brisbane at the time, and it was like, hey, can anyone recommend a good place to eat? We we've got you know we're having date night, and um, you'd get no shortage of people telling you, um, giving you some 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 options and some ideas on where you could go and eat, and I was probably also surprised by I, I um. I really went out of my way to to come up with some recipes of my own and adapt things and um and do some cooking and just how um how tasty things can be if you come up with your own alternatives and I think I've still got a pretty good fried rice and um I've really perfected a a, a decent sort of um Mexican base like with sort of beans and and sort of fake meat and that sort of thing in it um that both are things that I still um you know that have everything that you need in them without having meat and have enough vitamins and and all those things that people accuse you of missing uh that yeah i i guess i was surprised by how how versatile you can um you can make things um that don't have meat in them yeah you know what i would say that when i went vegan it really reignited my love of cooking and my passion and my creativity for cooking 
because you had to try new things and it was a fun way to try new recipes, try and veganize stuff. And I hadn't enjoyed cooking that much in a really long time. And I still love cooking now. You know, I think being vegan makes me love cooking a lot more because, you know, it's more of a challenge and it's interesting and you can do different things and, you know, you can veganize stuff and it just feels really cool to go, look, I made this thing. I did vegan turkey over the break, guys, and I'm going to post some of those pictures on the Instagram, like for Christmas. And it was amazing. Daniel loved it. You loved it, right? I did. Someone, and, you know, for anyone listening, especially if it's anyone I work with that's already asked my review, I kind of said... It was halfway between, um, you know, stuffing and turkey in, in terms of texture and taste. And, and I stand by that. And that's not bad either. It was, um, yeah, pleasant. It was. It was one of those, like, it was that kind of comfort food that you want at Christmas time. And next year, I promise, guys, that I will do a Christmas food episode about what you can make, how to veganize Christmas recipes and good crab pleasers for. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Well, you know, platter parties that you're heading to. But for this time round, we stuck with just talking about green Christmas and how to do, you know, your eco-friendly stuff. You can check that episode out. That was a couple of weeks back. Um, but yeah, moving on to, you know, our tips for people who are going vegan. So we thought this would be a good one to do. We're coming into the new year. I bet there are a lot of you, because I know a lot of my listeners are not actually vegan. They're kind of, you know, meat-free Monday people, or they are vegetarian, or they're vegan curious, you know, which I love. Um, so psyched to have you guys here, but yeah, for anyone who is thinking about going vegan, uh, we had a few tips for you on how to start the new year off right and what you could do to sort of get through things. So my first tip for people who are trying out Veganuary this year is to find your secretly vegan foods. So there's stuff like, you know, Mm. hot chips, roasted potatoes, zuba dupas, Oreos, burger rings. What about you, babe? Oh, look, you've taken some of my favorites there. Tasty tubes? Ah, she said it. (laughs) I really feel that wasn't in the Christmas spirit, being that we had a very, very rough mud map of what we were going to do before this. And I said, oh, I had some tasty tubes the other day and I found out they were, you know, accidentally vegan. And here Rochelle just jumps in and and steals my thunder. Um, I'm really sorry. You haven't even had tasty tubes. I haven't. I looked for them and they couldn't find them and I was so sad about it. Anyway. So I was surprised to learn that they, because they're very um kind of like, I suppose not dissimilar to burger rings in that fact that they're some vaguely burger flavored or something uh, chip, but... um I thought they were tomato flavored. I don't know what they tubes. are. I don't know what they are either. They're like a cheesel shape, um, yeah. a bit paler than a cheesel, but you know, hey, if you see some tasty tubes out there, give them a burl because, um you know, what a treat that was to find them, not only back, but, um, but only potentially containing traces of, uh, of, um, of milk. Yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next thing I would say as a tip for you guys, if you're doing veganuary, is to try some tasty vegan alternatives. So head to the store, have a look in your vegan and plant based sections, both in the cold section, in the health food section, and in the freezer, 
and see what's on special because I like to pick stuff up when it's on special to give it a try because some of it is quite expensive when it's not on special. So I kind of wait till I see it come up and then I'm like, right, we're trying that this week. But there uh, is, a, you know, so many different options out there. There's just a heap of different stuff. There's burgers, there's bacon bits, there's fake bacon, there's sausages, there's sausage rolls, there's pastries, there's, you know, pies, there's like, you know, full kind of vegan meals like vegan lasagna and stuff in the freezer. And that's just where we are in Tasmania, which will have less vegan options than the rest of Australia, let alone the rest of the world. Who knows what you guys have got in your local supermarkets? Something I would recommend is um, try your Asian supermarkets because mm. I guess it was something that really was rammed home um, to us during the pandemic was that when people were going, oh, there's no, um, there's no yeast at the store or there's no this, there's no that, all these like staples that people just, you know, depending on the latest uh, social media trend that week were going and buying up, you know, people needed some yeast. So they would go and buy like 20 serves of yeast so the next person couldn't get it because people were just being weird and they, they already had enough toilet paper. So they were like, what else can I hoard and stash now? And um, mm. And going to a lot of those like your large Indian grocers or even your small ones in, um, in neighborhoods, if you're living in a city, um, and your Asian supermarkets, you find all these things that you've maybe not tried before that are vegan or, um, you know, some spicy noodles or some vegan jerky, all these things that probably aren't usually stocked at, at your large, um, chain supermarkets, uh, you know, in Australia, that's, you, you probably know of the couple that that's likely to be. And, um, yeah, I suppose just, um, look a little bit, you know, a little bit broader at what might be available in, in some of those other stores because, yeah, not only are they going to have a variety of vegan things like dumplings and all these, you know, vegetable dumplings, all these things that um, that you're not going to be able to get at the other stores. It's just, um, you know, broadening your palate as well. And I really um, found a few favorite things there and would go there on a, on a weekly basis, I guess, when we were in Brisbane. Yeah, they had vegan jerky at one of the Hanara marts near us, which was really amazing. And I was super surprised that it was so cheap too because we'd seen like, vegan jerky at the markets for $10 a pop. This was like 3 bucks, and it was really good. It was much better than what we were getting at the markets yeah, as well. It was, it was impressive. fantastic. Um, mm. In fact, I, I kind of missed that, that vegan We should see if we can find jerky. the vegan jerky down here. Like I think there would be a couple of places, maybe in Devonport or over in Burnie that might have it. But we'll have to check it out. But yeah, the next thing we wanted to address was fake cheese. We talked a little bit about this, but do you think when people first go vegan for that first month in January, should they try a fake cheese or should they leave it off until they've waited that month? Because there is a chemical in your brain that cheese interacts with. Like it produces this reaction when you have cheese. So it's hard when you've had cheese recently to appreciate vegan cheese but once you haven't had that reaction in a while and you haven't tasted cheese in a while, you appreciate it more. So what what do you think? Yeah, I reckon just ignore it altogether or not. Hold ag- off for a little while. Yeah, I reckon it'd be like going down to, you know, at this time of year going, I'm not going to drink for a month and then going down to a cool bar and all your friends are drinking pints of beer and you're having like a pint of that like non-alcoholic Heineken or something and just going and watching people progressively have a little bit more, you know, um fun and and social lubrication after after two drinks and you're sitting there drinking your non-alcoholic heineken and going oh stuff it i'm gonna have just um one of those because it might i reckon it might be like that if you're like i'm gonna eat this um this you know vegan cheese you might just be like this is awful i'm, I'm not doing it. i'm just gonna eat a real cheese 
Mm. I say hold off at least a month, personally. That's my point of view on it. Don't hold off on the vegan ice creams because there are some amazing ones. Magnums, um, Halo Top does some vegan ranges. Yeah, and I really like, like the, low, I really yeah. like the um, Choc Hazelnut. Um, choc Halo Hazelnut Top. Hazel. Yeah, the yeah. Halo Top plant-based like Choc Hazelnut. Amazing. Uh, vegan Magnums, Sea Salt Caramel is really good. Uh, the vegan drumsticks are delicious. Plantitude, cookies and cream, ice cream. We are fans of all of those. Oh, that's okay. That the one. next thing I would suggest <laughs> is to try some good vegan takeout for the Veganuary month. Treat yourself to a couple of good vegan takeouts. I'm sure your area has something that has some delicious vegan food, whether it's a Lord of the Fries or whether it's like just a small restaurant that happens to be vegan or has good vegan options. If you've heard the vegan community rave about it online, Go and check it out. Treat yourself to that. And, you know, just try a bunch of different vegan food wherever you can. Because you might discover stuff that you're like, wow, I love this. This is one of my favorite things. I might try and make something like this at home. Or this might be my go-to special treat. So I recommend trying out some vegan takeout. And then my final thing is to try new vegan recipes. So, I mean, there are so many recipes online. You can find a lot on the Veganuary website. You can also find a lot on different bloggers' websites. I have a couple of recipes on mine, not very many, but like a couple for cakes and things. And um, there's a heap of good vegan cookbooks out there. I've got a few of them. If you're into trying your hand at the alchemy of making fake meat, I would recommend The uh, Vegan Butcher by Zachary Bird. I have been making so much cool stuff, specifically the turkey, which is delicious. And you make it to look like a turkey and it has a fake skin on it. I also did a vegan steak from that book. And there's a whole bunch more that I haven't tried yet. But I would recommend giving, you know, a few different recipes a burl. And if you want to start with both, mostly around veggies, that'll be a bit easier. But then you can move on later to trying to do the fake meat stuff. Uh, doing recipes, cooking more. I found that so inspiring when I first went vegan. It was one of the funnest parts of being a new vegan for me. Yeah. And I'd say echoing what Rochelle said, um, that fake Turkey, if you want to have a look at what it looks like, I'm sure it's on the may contain traces of soy socials. And, uh, I also took a picture of the most recent one and put it on my Twitter and it's had, um, you know, a, a fair few likes and surprisingly little, little mockery. Although I'd, I'd say a shout out to my old, um, Friend and colleague, uh, John McCarthy, I, I doubt very much that he's listening though, but... Um, he would not be. He, he was the only one who mocked it and just said WTF, which um, I, I replied, wow, turkey faith, question mark. But um, he didn't get back to me, so I'm just going to assume that that's what it meant. And he, he was, was so quite impressed by, with the fake yeah. turkey. So if you're ever, you know, John McCarthy, big fan of vegan fake turkey. <laughs> yeah, um, he loves heard. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've confirmed that on Twitter, haven't we, Ben? I think, I mean, I think his silence speaks volumes of it just, does. he's, he's, he's speechless. so impressed. Yeah. He's so impressed with us. So, uh, that is our tips for anyone who is taking up the yeah, January I'd, mantle this year. I would say also, um, you know, what Rochelle said about there being, um, likely some, some vegan, uh, takeaway alternatives and restaurants in your city. You'd be surprised. Like we're in Tasmania in, um, presently somewhere that's not. Got a huge population. Right and- now, we are looking out over the area where my folks live, where I'm staying most of the time. Daniel's doing half his time in Launceston. And the town they live in has 300 people. I can see all the way to the mountains, and I can see kilometers ahead of us, and I can only see about four houses. And this is where I live right now. But there are still vegan options where well, I not, am. Not, 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 not here, not, but not, not in, 30 not, Ks away. Not yes. amongst those four houses. that like. <laughs> 
Or is here in this house. If you knocked on a door, maybe someone would chuck you a leaf of lettuce to say, you're strange, go away, I don't know what you're doing here, asking about (laughs) vegan alternatives. Um, But no, in general, though, like in in, in Launceston, there are... um, you know several places and I'd, I'd say if you do if you are doing it for a month just um i suppose just treat yourself reward yourself and go oh no what i've not been doing this so i deserve to try the you know this dish at the local thai place or um and indian is always a good alternative like if you're looking for takeaways they've there's always some vegetarian dish or a dal or um and there's usually um if there's not a Vegan naan, there's a roti and the papadams. There's like so many good um, Indian alternatives. That's that's one tip I would say. If you're looking for something to eat and you haven't had um, a decent curry in a, in a while, then definitely go and, and um, try your local Indian oh, place. Absolutely. Even if it's not like a, a strictly speaking vegan place, they'll have alternatives there and um, options. And noodle places as well, because a lot of those will do rice noodles and tofu veggie dishes. So there's actually heat that you can get that is accidentally vegan or can be veganized at a lot of these kind of like, you know, Asian places, noodle places, uh, Indian food, Thai food. So, yeah, look a little bit further afield if you don't have a specifically and dedicated, like completely vegan restaurant nearby to you. There might be the option just to get veganized food that's super tasty and delicious from other spots. And know what? There's at least one of the big burger chains has a um, a substitute meat patty that um that it's it's pretty good hey like i probably still eat that on a fortnightly basis i would say you really love that one he is talking of course of the rebel whopper here in australia i believe over in america it's called the impossible whopper so here it's hungry jacks and over there it's burger king yeah. yeah, pretty much everywhere else in the world, it's Burger King. I don't, yeah, I don't know why we're Hungry Jacks. Oh, there's a story. Well, I'm, is I'm, there? Yeah, I'm not getting into the story. Is. Not getting into the story. The point is, here are our tips. We hope you enjoyed them. Thank you, Daniel, for jumping on the <laughs> podcast, talking about Veganuary with me. And for anyone out there who is trying Veganuary this year, kudos to you guys. I really hope it goes well. I really hope you decide to stay vegan. And if not, I hope you enjoy more vegan food in your future. We have been Make a Taint Trace of Soy. Thanks, Daniel, for joining us. And we will catch you soon.